Welcome to Current Radio's People Station. Please enjoy today's selection of news. So Sarah, did you see that video of Jennifer Garner falling over during a group hug with kids? Oh, I did. It was during her visit to the Early Learning Academy in Mississippi, right? Exactly. She took a tumble, but it was all in good fun. And it's all part of her work with Save the Children. She's been involved with them for almost a decade now. Yes, and she's not just a figurehead. She's actively involved visiting schools, reading to kids, handing out activity packets. And she's also using her business, Once Upon a Farm, to support the organization. She's donating a portion of the proceeds from online sales. And she's doing more than just donating money. She's advocating for fresh food accessibility in the U.S. and... And she's stressing the importance of not forgetting about rural America. She's really using her platform to make a difference. Absolutely. And she's not just focused on English-speaking kids. She's noted that many of the kids she works with are bilingual, and the books donated often feature bilingual text. It's really heartwarming to see a celebrity use their influence for good like this. Couldn't agree more, Sarah. From heartwarming tales of celebrities making a difference, let's move on to some exciting updates from the world of television. There's a certain crime drama that's been making headlines recently, and it's not just about the cases they're solving. Stay tuned for some surprising news about a beloved character's return. So Sarah, have you heard the latest on Law & Order SVU? No, Alex, I haven't. Do share. Well, it seems Kelly Giddish is reportedly reprising her role as Detective Amanda Rollins for the 25th season premiere. Oh, really? That's unexpected. She left midway through the last season, didn't she? Yes, she did. But Mariska Hargitay, who plays Olivia Benson, posted a video on Instagram with Giddish, both dressed in character, dancing to Paul Russell's track Lil Boo Thang. She captioned it, Back with my Lil Boo Thang, right? I did catch that post. Exactly. And remember, Giddish's character was pregnant in her last appearance, and Giddish herself was also expecting her third child, yes, with her husband Beau Richards. Right, their son Oldie Richards was born in June. Now, Giddish's return is bound to stir up some emotions, both on and off screen. She had quite a heartfelt farewell, didn't she? Yes, she did. She even mentioned how playing Rollins was one of the greatest joys and privileges of her life. And that final scene with Hargitay, it was... Quite touching indeed. Giddish admitted that the tears she cried on camera were real. So, this reunion is definitely something to watch out for. From unexpected returns in popular TV shows to the dazzling world of cinema, let's switch gears now. We're moving from the gritty streets of New York to the magical and whimsical world of a certain chocolate factory. Get ready to unwrap some sweet news about a beloved character and the actor who's bringing him to life in a new light. So Sarah, we've got some sweet news today. It's about Timothée Chalamet and his experience filming Wonka. Oh, I heard about that. He picked up some new skills, didn't he? Indeed he did. Apparently, performing the film's dance numbers was a great learning experience for him. And it's interesting because... Wait, isn't his mom a dance teacher? And his grandmother was a dancer too, right? Yes, you're right. He's been around dancers his whole life. But as he said, there's a big difference between being around it and actually doing it. As for the singing part, he joked that it involved a lot of auto-tune. Well, that's a relief. I was wondering how he managed to sound so good. But it seems like he also had to adjust to the film's tone, didn't he? Yes. 
He told people on the red carpet that he had to learn how to live and love the tone of the film. He mentioned that everything he's worked on before had a grounded seriousness to it. So for Wonka, he had to loosen up and play kind of like he did in high school. But once he got into the swing of things, it was like they were cooking. It sounds like a fascinating transformation. And the director, Paul King, was quite impressed with his performance, wasn't he? Absolutely. King said that what's remarkable about Chalamet's performance is not only that he is funny and mischievous, but also that he brings such heart to the role. And he also mentioned that fans can expect to see Willy Wonka's energy shine during the musical numbers. Well, I can't wait to see it. Chalamet as Willy Wonka, dancing and singing, it's going to be a treat. From the world of cinema and the delightful eccentricities of Timothée Chalamet's Wonka, we now turn our focus to another captivating personality. This time, we're diving into the glamorous world of fashion and social media, where age is but a number and style is timeless. Stay tuned as we discuss an iconic figure who continues to turn heads and set trends with her impeccable fashion sense. So I saw a charming post by Joan Collins on Instagram. You know, the Dynasty alum? Oh, the 90-year-old fashion icon. What's she up to? Well, she's proving that style knows no age. She shared a side-by-side -side photo of herself as a toddler and a present-day photo, both sporting a chic beret. Ah, the beret. An evergreen fashion statement. What was the caption? She wrote, My love of a chic beret has lasted a lifetime. Quite fitting, don't you think? Absolutely. And how did she style it? In the throwback, little Joan is all smiles in a light-colored peacoat, trousers, and a knit beret. Fast forward to today, she's rocking an oversized black and white gingham beret with a black ensemble and a Chanel scarf. She's always had an eye for accessorizing, hasn't she? Indeed. She paired her look with a large silver pendant necklace, a couple of silver bangles, gold diamond earrings, and her gold diamond wedding band. Classic Joan Collins, always stylish. What's the reaction been like? Her fans are loving it. Comments like, stylish little girl grows up to be a style legend, are flooding in. Well-deserved praise. Speaking of Collins, have you read her memoir, Behind the Shoulder Pads, Tales I Tell My Friends? Not yet, but I did catch her recent interview where she spoke about her dynasty character, Alexis Carrington Colby. Oh, the one where she rejects the term bitch for Alexis? Yes, that's the one. She called it a misogynistic word and argued that Alexis was actually a vulnerable and sad character. Interesting perspective. I guess we often overlook the complexity of characters, don't we? Very true, Sarah. And as Collins pointed out, they don't call men bitches. 